Good afternoon, everybody. Dr. Zach here uh, with another episode of the RFC podcast. Uh, Before we get started, I just want to quickly let you know that I am outside recording this podcast um, on my uh, walk that I take on my lunch break. So if you hear a little wind moving around, uh, that's the reason why. Um, We'll try to get it edited down in our in our process here so um we're gonna get started um and you know the last couple weeks as we've started getting back into the podcasts uh, a lot of the topics we've been talking about um have also been the topics of our weekly newsletter um so i think for the time being i think that's what we're gonna kind of continue to do is uh take the podcast and maybe dive a little bit deeper into the topic that uh we talked about on our newsletter If you're listening to the podcast and you're not getting our newsletter, um, just go ahead and uh, shoot us an email at reichertfamilychiropractic.com. And in the subject line, all you need to put is, I want the newsletter. Um, And then leave us your uh, name in the body of the email and we will get you added. Um, So this week, uh, if you've got the newsletter, you know what we're talking about. If you haven't, I'll clue you in. Uh, the season that is not really a season, right? Uh, this is a, a topic that I've talked about before. Um, I feel it very important to bring it back uh, now, uh, especially with, as you know, everything that's been going on and is continuing to go on. Uh, so the season that's not really a season. What would that? What does that actually mean, right? So what is it? It's the flu season right? This notion that um, the flu virus, flu viruses, cold viruses uh, have a season or can actually know what time of year it is um, and then be more prevalent uh, and know when to, when to be more prevalent and, uh, you know, cause more symptomatology in the human body, which when we think about it, a tiny microorganism really doesn't know time, has no concept of time or seasons or anything like that, right? Um, Which, for the longest part of my life, um, you know, I I was of the belief that once we got to to fall and winter, you know, that's flu season, uh, that's when it's going to happen. But it's interesting, when I had someone uh, explain it to me, uh, the first time I heard it was in chiropractic school. You know, explain it to me as in, you know, why that may not be uh, accurate to say uh, that there's a flu season. Um, really made a whole like a whole lot of sense to me, right? It makes and it's just continued to make more and more and more and more sense because the more and more I realize and have learned, and with my own health, my family's health. Um, the wonderful practice members that we get to take care of is we play the biggest role in our health expression, right? And it comes down to, uh, you know, high percentage of it to the choices that we make around our health and our lifestyle, right? So uh, those are going to be the biggest players in this quote-unquote flu season. Just think about it. Flu season starts in fall and winter. Well, we just had, by the time you're hearing this 
podcast, we are having the first holiday of the flu season, which would be trick-or-treat, Halloween, right? And what comes with Halloween and trick-or-treat every year? Tons and tons of candy, sugar, loads of sugar, preservatives, food coloring, all of these things that we know actually negatively impact our health and our immune system and its ability to function at its best, right? So that's the first one. But then if you go through from October to April, there's a holiday or multiple holidays every single month. October, November, December, January, February, March, April. There are holidays in almost all of those months, right? And all of them are centered around things that are not good for our health, right? We got you know, we start with the sugar holiday, then we go to the overeating holiday, then we go to another sugar holiday in Christmas. And then we got New Year's Eve, which is uh, maybe drinking more uh, uh, alcohol and taking part in things like that more than we normally would. And then we have New Year's Day, and then we have Valentine's Day, and then we have Easter, all back to back to back to back. And some of you may be thinking, well, Doc, you know what? Uh, I'm going to just go ahead and celebrate. I, I let myself celebrate those holidays, which is perfectly fine. I am not telling you not to. But here's the thing. It's something I invite you to consider is how often do you or people you know allow all of these holidays just start to blend together? There's no really distinction. There's no one day and then we're back or one meal and then we get back to doing what we normally do, right? It ends up becoming uh, this uh, this blur of holidays and days and parties and all of these things just start to kind of meld and blend together and it just becomes six months of maybe eating and doing things that we normally don't do or just maybe there are things we are normally do and we just do it more right but here's the thing all of those things have an impact on your health right and uh, the majority of people the average american is going to and indulge in all of those holidays right when we do so right and especially when we let all the adult, uh, that indulgence blend all together right into 6 months right the sugar all of those things, mainly the sugar, but then you add in all the other things, right? The alcohol, all these things. It is going to directly decrease your ability, your immune system's ability, excuse me, to function at its best, to be on guard, to keep you strong and to keep you healthy. Well, guess what? When that happens, because of those things, uh, quite literally decreasing your immune system's ability to fight off anything, leaves you more susceptible to an opportunistic uh, thing like the flu, right? Because for the majority of the year, nobody really has the flu, doesn't really have to deal with it, 
right? It only really bothers those that are, uh, those immune systems um, have been compromised in some way, right? And we're taking out the immunocompromised group here uh, that has some sort of health condition or health challenge that already leaves their immune system challenged. I'm talking about the people that are not in that category, that then their lifestyle choices, especially around this next six months, leaves them in a position where their immune system is compromised, right? Is not at its best, right? So that's one factor. Well, then the next factor is, especially if you're in Ohio, where I'm at, is it gets colder. Especially in Ohio, it gets gray, really gray for those six months, right? Uh, So less sunlight. Uh, Less sunlight means less vitamin D. Well, it's colder outside, less people are going outside, spending time outside, Uh, less likely uh, to want to get out and move around uh, and do things, go for walks, go for bike rides, go to exercise, go to the gym, all these things because it's cold, right? We want to kind of hunker down. We want to spend time at at the house, under the blankets, uh, watching movies, doing all that stuff, which is great. Uh, I take part in that too. But here's the thing is, again, these six months, they tend to blend together and it just compounds on top of itself, right? So if you're not getting enough sunlight, you're not getting enough vitamin D, especially if you're not then supplementing with vitamin D, you're again, leaving your body and your immune system in a more compromised place. Because what we know is vitamin D is a huge player in our immune system's ability to stay strong, right? So uh, the vast majority of people Americans are already vitamin D deficient even through the summer. So then you add on uh, the even the, the higher prevalence of decreasing vitamin D over the fall and winter, and it becomes you know compounded again, right? So that's the kind of the second thing, right? The the, the food choices, the sugar, you got the vitamin D because the you know less sunlight and all these things. Right, are are both playing, playing together, are both kind of compounding and adding together to the, the the challenges that can arise that leave us susceptible to something like the flu, right? Um, so uh, that's the biggest thing that I want everybody to consider is the fact that um, it's more to do with the lifestyle choices around fall and winter and how they're impacting our body either positively or negatively that is then going to lead us to be in a position to either not have to worry as much about the flu or maybe to have to worry about it maybe a little bit more right or have to deal with it i guess is a better way of putting it than worrying right to put you in a place where you have to deal with it uh, more than you want to right because the, the flu is not the season right if just break it down and really look at it right if these things really play a huge role in our in our health especially over the fall and winter right it's it's all the time right it's all the time but the only reason why the flu becomes more prevalent now is because of these things right there it's heightened it's gone to higher levels there's more of it right uh, we take part in it more, right? Than maybe, maybe we do uh, at, during the spring and the summer, 
right? So the biggest thing that I want you to take away with this, just, you know, this is a common theme in a lot of our episodes, is that it comes down to the choices that we make. And the power is in our hands to change it and in our hands to make it better, right? So I invite you this fall and winter, I'm not telling you not to take part in holidays and to enjoy yourself and to do all these things, but what would happen for your health, for your family's health, your kids' health, if you, maybe you did it just a little bit differently this year? Maybe you just didn't let all these six months run together and become one long string of parties and holidays and all these things. What if we just made it the truly what it was and it's just the day, right? It's just the holiday. It's not the, the holiday season, right? It doesn't become this huge amalgamation of all these different things together that then uh, leave us in a position to just uh, possibly be uh, in a place that we may get sick more. Right? So that's the biggest thing I want you to realize is that you have the ability to do this, right? Your body has the ability to be healthy, especially through the flu season. You have the ability to uh, not have to deal with it. Or maybe if you do deal with it, have it be uh, less than it normally is, right? Not as severe, right? Because the body is able to deal with these things when we give it what it needs to do so. And we give it a chance to do so, right? So that's this week's episode. Um... Remember, there's no such thing as a flu season. Uh, it all comes down to the, the health and the lifestyle choices that we make is what determines how we can make it through not only uh, the fall and the winter, but every day, week, month, year of our life and how uh, healthy and strong and resilient we want to be. So that's it for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, leave, us a, leave us a review, a comment. Let us know what you think. Uh, share the show out with those that uh, you think need to hear this message as well. And we'll be back next week with our next episode.